Blog Talk Radio. There was a time I was so afraid, so scared to do what I wanted. In looking back, I can see all the mistakes that I made, and I wish that I could talk to me and tell me I can change. Don't be afraid, just walk with your Talk Radio Safe Recovery. This is Monica Richardson, and I am your host. Today is June 16, 2015, and I thought that I would do a show about nurses because I was talking to one the other day as I was driving down to court to um, go to the Tracy White murder trial. If you happen to be in Los Angeles um, and knew Tracy, uh, it is at 210 um, Temple Street. The ninth floor, Judge Fiddler is presiding. And um, it's going to be wrapping up in a few days, and then the jury will go to decide, and then they will pick another jury for uh, his wife, Melissa <clears throat> Garcia. Anyway, enough about them. I think it's pretty bad stuff what I'm finding out is going on with the nurses, as we found out went on, and it's going on with pilots, and it's going on with doctors, lawyers haven't really had a lawyer come forward yet to talk about that. Um, we know that it goes on with some actors very bad at the music business. We know it's happened with people in the music business. So here's some of the facts that I have been told by a nurse, that it, you are forced to attend Alcoholics Anonymous for five years, and you have to go three days a week. Um, that if you go before the board, um, when you finally get done with it, that you are not allowed to bring a spouse or your partner or a boss. You're actually supposed to bring, or you can bring your Alcoholics Anonymous sponsor. And I'm like, who the f- are they? Like, this is this is just a person. This is a lay person. They're untrained. And, you know, quite honestly, I would say that, you know, even though I had, um, you know, some nice people that over the years um, was even given bad advice by some of the nice ones, um, maybe the last one the least and the one before that, but still there were very things, very, very bad advice early on with one of mine that I really, really liked. 
She knew nothing about childhood abuse to give me any kind of advice. She knew nothing. I mean, we could go into a long litany about what a sponsor is. They're untrained. They're a regular Joe. They're a regular Jane. They have no training. And, in fact, they can be my, from what people have, you know, testimony to me, be extremely abusive psychologically. And they're nobody. That's who they are. They're just nobody. They're just an average person. And I think it's outrageous that a nurse who spends her years going to school and being trained and caring about her profession that to get out of that web of extortion, it's not coercion, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this podcast later, that the way that it was explained to me, coercion is you're coercing is like, you know, you should kind of go there, but to say you can't do this unless you do this is being extorted and it's against the law. So you might want to. I'm I'm going to do a post. Uh, I think I'll do it on Facebook and in the and then I will do it on my blog. Uh, if you go to leavingaa.com and you are a nurse and you want to connect with other nurses you want to stay anonymous, then you can do it on that blog, and you just make up, um, you know, an alias like most of us do, and you can begin to write. Um, I would say that there are progr- there are Facebook pages that we have called Deprogramming from 12-Step or any other, um, I think it's Deprogramming, let me just look at what it is. I think it's, hold on a second, because I haven't been, Deprogramming from AA or any other 12-step program. And it is a closed group, right? Um, So this is going to show up on my Facebook page, so that will be public. And then it's called Deprogram from from AA or any 12-step group. That's a private group. It's not secret, but it's private. We have about 145 members. Now, when you make a page to communicate on Facebook, if you don't know this and you're really paranoid about your job and your work, you can make an alias... There are plenty of them out there. Um, Anti-Denial Daytona is somebody who is on there without using their real name. Okay? And um, this other post that somebody just put up here is really... I I can't believe this stuff. Uh, Mental health court participants must have severe psychiatric medical diagnosis and attend AA. So the mental health court is now... Forcing people to go to AA? Oh, God. I really need to find somebody else. I need another another somebody like me to make another movie or something, or maybe Frontline, make a, an hour show about this, because it's just really, really bad. Mm, you can call in 818-475-9211 if anybody would like to talk. 818 just call right in, and if you were a nurse or if you have a comment of what's going on, you just uh, call in and uh, talk to us or ask a question. Some other good news is that we got accepted, the film got accepted to another film festival, and that's very good. It's called Real to Real Film Festival. It takes place in North Carolina, and that is, we just found that out, that takes place, I believe, on the 20. 20- First through the 25th of July. So there you go. Uh, the 13th step to film is going to get shown in North Carolina, which I think is really important for Keeper. Um, this is where 
um, her son was murdered, and so there is a community there, which I will certainly reach out to that they could come and see this film. Um, so if you'd like to go on Facebook and like the page, Real, Real is spelled R-E-A-L, to Real, R-E-E-L, Film Festival. And we are on Facebook as Monica Richardson and 13, The 13th Step, the film, as well as a Leaving AA page. And if you'd like to go there and like that. And then on Twitter, we're at 13 Stepping, uh, because I couldn't get the other the other name. Um, and what's happening is there's like sort of a cross-referencing. I met, met somebody recently um, who contacted me on Facebook, and then I... Um, no, I think it actually came through the 13stepthefilm.com page. A private message, you can contact me there. And please, everybody do this. If you're in a city, a state, uh, tell me your, you know, the city that you are, would like the film to come to. Uh, it, you know, And, of course, eventually it will be distributed. And, you know, let you know this. Like, if I don't get normal, you know, classic distribution by say, the end of August, you know, sometime around Labor Day, then I will begin to take the measures to self-distribute. And I will do, um, you know, city-to-city tour around the country this year, and I'd like to speak at uh, universities. I'd like to talk to med students. I'd like to talk to um, psychiatrists, therapists. Everybody needs to see this film who works in the field, um, of addiction and those who uh, are in AA, people need to see it. There's things in this that even people who are in AA don't know. I mean, we didn't know it when we, it was happening, so now we all know. Oh yeah, okay. Here's the dates for the film festival: Real to Real International Film Festival. It's July 22nd to the 25th in Kings Mountain, North Carolina, and it's a suburb of uh, Charlotte, which I hear is a beautiful city, which I would love to go to. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it here, but um, the film is going to be screened here. And uh, again, we are at 818-475-9211 is the phone number you can call in if you have a question or a comment. And it's quiet in the chat room uh, today. Last week, there was um, quite a few people in here, and there's like an old blogger from way back Way back when, um, I see here in the chat room. Um, anyway, uh, so back to this extortion thing. You know, I don't. I would have to say that if we look at the history of what happened with the pilots, that we know that it happened like pre 1975. I think it was 1974 that they created birds of a feather, and that they got in with the FAA and telling pilots, okay, you either need to go get sober, you know, or you're going to lose your license. And somewhere along the line, you know, it got really entrenched. And maybe the nursing, you know what, must have been back then because I remember a nurse coming to a meeting who, you know, she'd stand in the back. She didn't like the meetings. And she liked some of us who would hang out, but she just, you know, she didn't want what we had. She didn't, like, think we had anything, which we didn't, but we thought we had something. You know, we were brainwashed. And back then, you know, the meetings were, the meetings I'm thinking about were very small on Sunday night. And, you know, she would come to that one. And she was definitely had an addiction problem from my recollection. But to be forced to go to a layperson support group in the 1930s, 
that's never been updated is just crazy. I don't know, you know, how it's going to be stopped. Or, but you know, here's the other thing that I, I think that if anybody makes, welcome to um, this little group that we have here in the chat room. Hi there, anybody who's listening live. Welcome to the show. My name is Monica Richardson, and this is Blog Talk Radio Safe Recovery. That. Um, let me see. If we look at, I decided to do a new page for. Uh, let me see. Where is it? Um, to do a new page for. Just exactly this. Okay. To stop court ordering, and one of the things. It's really small. I just. I said, you know what? I'm just going to start it. And where is it? I'm leaving expose. New groups. Um, one step. Deprogramming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. New groups. Um, mm, no, I can't find it. Where is it? I can't find it. Where'd you go? Um, it was called. Let me see if I put it in. Stop coercion to any twelve-step meeting by the courts. That's it. Okay. Stop coercion to any twelve-step meeting by our courts. I guess I could add. Um, health professionals, but I thought that they would be two separate pages because they're kind of two separate things. One is coercion by the courts. Now we know there's there's another coercion going on in the mental health courts, which I didn't even know existed, so now I know. But it's the extortion. So then I think there should be another page. Stop extortion uh, to pilots. Let's just do pilots, doctors, and nurses for now. And that what can people do? Well, first of all, if you are a pilot and you happen to be listening in to this one, you can look up, and I'm going to go right to his page so that it's easier for me to find it. So Brent, and he is uh, Yrock, okay, and his name, it's a tough one to spell, but I'm going to spell it for you. Brent, B-R-E-N-T, and Yrock is W-E-Y-H. R A U C H. Now spell it again. Y Rock. W E Y H R A U C H. Now he is. If you go to, um, you put that in, you're going to find YRockLawGroup.com. It's going to show uh, what's going on there, and he's so he has a blog, and um, the FAA's Hims program is a nightmare. I mean, if anybody who was a normal stepper who actually went to AA, who liked AA, had to do this two-page contract that pilots have to do, you would all just have walked away. Because most people that I knew were kind of like a little rebellious, or that was like the persona we liked to believe that we were, you know, a little rebellious. And then they played that game in AA. You know, I really see it now as like a really manipulating mind mind game where you're like, oh, yeah, we're so rebellious, but follow these rules. And if you don't do this, and if you don't do that, then you are not really working the program. But, you know, we're really different, and we're edgy, and we're, you know, and then the group that was like, well, there's the criminals, and there's the drug addicts, and then there's the average Joe, you know, who's tinkling, you know, his change in his pocket and drives a Cadillac out back. But it's bullshit. It's just all bullshit that these are special people and that we're different and we're better now. Be- what? You're not better now because you don't drink. In fact, you're like, you're a pain in the ass. Like, I look at people now and 
okay, yeah, some people, you know, they shouldn't. It's not good for them. And then there's millions of Muslims that don't drink because it's for religious reasons. And I think that that's true with some Mormons, right? So there's people who don't drink for religious purposes. But that's not what I'm talking about. This is like, this is it's just outrageous. So let's get back to Brent. Brent is a pilot, and they're putting together a class action lawsuit, and they have a group of attorneys that are um, coming together, and I should actually check in with him and have him on to see what the update is, right? Um, YROC Law Group, or you can find him on Facebook, too. And so if you just put Brent YROC Facebook, it's going to come in, and then he has, um, you know, uh, he just is a great guy. And so they have a place where you can file a complaint. And I suggest that you guys, uh, if anybody's a pilot. Now, if you're not a pilot and you live in California, especially if you live in Los Angeles, I finally know lawyers that, if, so say you get a DUI, I think even if you get forced, if you're a nurse here, um, I finally know some lawyers that um, I could certainly give you their numbers that they may be able to help you. I mean, no promises or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? It's that I think that, um, wow, what a great picture he has on his page. It's just this beautiful picture of a big-ass jet. Um, Anyway, um, yeah, so I think that, uh, where, where am I back? I've lost my page. I have so many things open um, you know, there, hi, there's someone else, um, 12-Step Madness. Hi there, hi, BS Mechanic. Uh, I think you were a blogger on um, Stinking Thinking. And welcome, everybody. I'm just doing a short 30-minute show. Uh, I've been going to court this week. I just went I went yesterday, and I'm, it was pretty brutal. i got to tell you, the Herbert Tracy White murder. And, you know, the interesting thing about... Well, it's not interesting, but I, f- I find it... Uh, it's disturbing the way that this alleged killer, you know, called himself a heroin addict, like, with, like, I'm a heroin addict. And he said it in, like, such a stepper way, like... You know, that owning it, like, you know, that's who I am. And it's like, wow, so when did you go there? And was this guy court-ordered there? And that information, I would, you know, have to get his criminal records. And um, and sometimes more than that, there are people who go there who aren't forced to go there. And then that kind of brainwashing and, you know, belief system gets lodged in there. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm an addict. You know, I'm an alcoholic, and I can't help myself. Yeah, I always cut up people into little pieces. You know, it's like nuts. It's just like it, it was so brutal yesterday that I was like, I, you know, I just I I had to take care of myself today, and I'm I didn't go. And the, the final um, arguments are going to happen on Thursday, so I'll go on Thursday. Hi, Leon. There's Leon. Leon's in the chat room. Um, anyone can call at 818-475-9211. 818-475-9211. We have about 10 minutes left to the show. So we're talk- what the subject matter is nurses. I've decided that I've done stuff about pilots and it brought pilots forward. And there's people that have done things about doctors. Michael Langan has worked very hard on that stuff. And uh, there has been some writing about doctors. Gabrielle Glaser did a piece on doctors. I think it was for the Atlantic. Um, I, but I think that the nurses have been the quietest, but I think that there's a ton of them, and they work. And so I think that 
after I hang up, I'll do a quick post on my Leaving AA site just because it'll bring in, if somebody Googles it, maybe they'll find it. And I do have, um, there is one nurse, and she's a pretty avid uh, blogger, and she has a Facebook identity. So, um, And it's not her real identity, so she can post on Facebook. And I suggest that if you are a professional and you're worried about it, you can you know, do anonymous, um, make up your own uh, pseudonym you know, for your name. And, uh, you know, it, it is really, really, really bad. And the thing that, uh, that, what's really bad is how entrenched it is, how in control. Like somebody posted on this other page, uh, I really like this group, Families for Sensible Drug Policy. Okay, this is a great group. group is big. Um, it started, I think, by Carol... Uh, Kate Spear and um, I'm like losing my my what you call it uh, Barry Listen. All right, so there's like 1,100 people plus you know in the group, and a lot of them actually are professionals, and then a lot of them are family members who've lost their children. And I read um, one of the posts by a mother who lost their kid, and they they were told to throw their kid out. Um, uh, and, um, oh, I just saw something that's really funny. Uh, anyway, um, this is a really good group. In fact, I need to reach out to them because I had wanted to have them on the show, and I think they've created a nonprofit, Families for Sensible Drug Policy. But anyway, the woman, this mother, poor mother, w- was told to throw her teenager out on the street, and there he will hit bottom. And he died. You know... That's AA, and that's Al-Anon. And I think that's outrageous, and I think that whoever told her that should be sued, and they should... I mean, I just think it's outrageous, but it's just so entrenched everywhere, and I think that it's time for it to be called... You know, it just needs to be called out, and somebody needs to do it. And I think that we need more than me to do it. I think that I see a lot of other people are out there kind of fighting... There's people that are writing letters. I mean, there's people writing letters from Ohio, from the Midwest to uh, to judges. To There's a lot of letter writing going on to churches to get AA out of churches. So if you want to do that, I suggest you do it. There's some people on Facebook um, in the deprogramming page, or even if you go onto my page, just Monica Richardson, you'll find other people there that are writing letters, that are making phone calls. Even if you were to call up you know, your AA central office and say, what are you doing to make things safer? I know that this, this, this. Just talk about the facts that are going on in your community, in your town, where you know where things are going on. And just say, well, this I did it. You know, what are you doing about it? And just keep record of it. What's your name? You know, and then call, you know, maybe somebody else. But even if people just start to really do something instead of just kind of walk away and let it go on, I mean, I think that, one thing that I think is really good is that AA is drinking. And somebody sent me a link of the, like the not the most recent tax return, but like the 2013. And boy, their their nickels and dimes have been shrinking. So the donations to New York have come down by the millions. Because when I was still a GSR, they were like 12 million plus. 
and then it was like 11 and 10, like it's down to 9. I mean, that's really a lot. I've I'm gone four years. So if it decreases, even half a million, you know, that, that's just, it's it's great. It's great that it's decreasing, that people are not putting money in the basket. That and, and that would make sense because if most people are forced there, even if you're forced there by your professional organization, which is outrageous and needs to stop, but people need to fight back. So if you're being extorted, if you're a, a professional, if you're a, a singer, a songwriter, a lawyer, a doctor, uh, you know, a pilot, a nurse, um, maybe a massage therapist, that you find a First Amendment rights attorney. You could also, you know, call the ACLU, although I heard that that has not been good for people, that there were AA members there. and that. So I would, you know, you got to be really clear and say to people, you know, um, you got to, I'm just typing in here a second. Um, did you really have to say, like, are you a, are you an AA member? What do you know about AA? Like the first question that I always ask is, what do you know about Alcoholics Anonymous? And you can see their face. Well, yeah, I know something. Well, you know, do you know if you have somebody close to you? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I've had somebody say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm a friend of Bill's. You And I said, no, no, I'm not a friend of Bill's. I'm like, I, I left that place or whatever you want to say. But it's like you have a right to know if somebody is in that club. You know, if somebody is in that cult or club and that you don't want to have them represent you, obviously, but more people need to fight. And I don't think, I do, what, I, what I do think is that what we're seeing is that there are lawyers who would do some stuff for pro bono with the extortion because with the extortion stuff, there's money. You know, the Board of Nursing has money. You start, if somebody somebody begins that lawsuit, well, there's going to be other people that will follow, and then we can post it. We can post it on the blogs, and we can post it on Facebook, and we could actually do a show where people call in and talk about it like we did with the pilots, like we did with Barry Hazel. Now, Barry Hazel is a really, really – if you want to listen to a really good show about a lawsuit – and tenacity, and a great lawyer, and I think it's uh, John Heller out of San Francisco, and Barry Hazel, spelled H-A-Z-L-E. It took seven years, but it was worth it because he got $1.8 million. He sued um, the probation officer. He sued the 12-step rehab, and he sued the state of California. You can't send somebody... You can't say that you have to go to this religious-type organization, AA, um, for drug use. And the sad thing is that there's all this pushing and pushing of people there from all different places, which is just pouring into AA. Now, those people are not going to put money in the basket. They're just not going to do it. And that's why I guess you see the numbers going down. But if they're going down that fast, I mean, you know, in 10 years from now, you could AA could be gone. I mean, it could just be gone. And um, except for the meetings that, you know, people probably flee back into their homes and have really small meetings in that, and that would be a good thing. But I do want to encourage people to go to this new page, Stop Coercion to Any 12-Step Meeting by Our Courts, and then I'm going to start another one that will talk about Stop Extortion to Alcoholics Anonymous, um, for pilots and doctors and nurses, and I'm gonna—I guess it's a page, right? It's or is it a group? I think it's a group. 
a public group, but I'm going to keep it public unless people, you know, want to, um, you know, and pe- unless people want me to make it private. But I think it's better if people can find it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, it looks like we are getting to the end of the show. Uh, the families. For sensible drug policy is a good group. If you know somebody who is having trouble with, um, you know, maybe they lost a child this way or something, it's a very supportive group. And uh, I think that oh, it's going to be an interesting summer and an interesting year. And again, I want to just make a little pitch for that we got into another film festival. It's real to real. Film Festival in North Carolina, outside of Charlotte. It happens in mid to late July. And I am planning on doing a screening in Los Angeles myself and maybe do it through Eventbrite so we can get people to pay for their tickets. And I plan on having Jon Stewart on in the future and some other professionals once again, my name is Monica Richardson. This is Blog Talk Radio, Safe Recovery. And uh, thank you all for joining me. We had a nice little group here in the chat room tonight. Today, well, it's, I think it's nighttime. What time is it now? Yeah, it's, a, it's the evening on the East Coast. And it's really late in London right now, right? What time is it in London? It's like 2 in the morning, Leon. Go to bed. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I know you're a night owl. Um, that uh, and it was really great. Um, Leon helped me with the music in the film, and uh, the film I think came out really nice. Again, all right, everybody. We will catch you next week. Uh, this is Monica Richardson for Blog Talk Radio Safe Recovery. Over and out. We'll see you next week. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs>